Welcome back to the DWD podcast, our fourth episode of the week, I'm pretty sure. Today, I'm joined with my co-host, Asher. Of course, it's Joey here, and we're also joined with an amazing guest. Everybody, please welcome Gly Gabriel. Gly, for anyone who doesn't know you already, could you give them a little bit of an introduction, tell them a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll try to give like a short uh, spiel, but um, basically, uh, I'm a coach. Uh, I call myself a vision execution coach. I, I really help people get clarity on what their vision in their lives and their career is um, and the steps to really get to a, a to create a fulfilling uh, career in life. And, um, you know, a little background on myself. I grew up in New Jersey. Uh, I, my family's from Haiti originally. I uh, was able to um, rise out of poverty, leave the inner cities, go to a boarding school by the name of Westtown School in Pennsylvania. Uh, and then that set me up really well to get into Harvard University. And from there, uh, studied biomedical engineering, thinking I was going to be an engineer or a doctor. Didn't do either. Ended up working um, on Wall Street. And, uh, and so I worked at Morgan Stanley for a couple of years in the global capital markets. Did that and saw that I wasn't really fulfilled. And, and um, ultimately, uh, I decided that I needed to leave. I backpacked around the world for over a year and came back with a clear sense of purpose. And, and so... That is really to like spread positivity, to help people live happy, healthy, uh, fulfilling lives. Mm -hmm. And that's what eventually led me into the path of entrepreneurship, content creation, personal branding, and ultimately what I'm like doing now with um, my coaching business to help other young professionals uh, really gain that clarity that they want in their lives and their career and just really start to live life on their own terms. Great. What prompted you to make that career shift? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, so I had been working at Morgan Stanley uh, for the like my first year, my first job out of you know college, obviously. Uh, Morgan Stanley, I was working for like a whole year, every day, basically straight, um, no vacations. And um, and then my boss, I, I love her, and she 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 told me she's like, hey, Gly, you know what? You've been working really hard. Like, take a day off, be a normal human being. Like, mm -hmm. go do your laundry, read a book, you know, just do like regular stuff. And uh, I ended up uh, going home. And the next morning, I saw this, uh, this message uh, this, that my brother had sent me the previous week that I had missed. And it was a video by this uh, motivational speaker named Eric Thomas, um, E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher, as he calls himself. And he was sharing his story and something about how he was speaking really just, it, it hit me hard. And, and it, it just had me take a look at myself and my life. And I, was, I just looked at myself, I was like, what am I doing? And... I thought about the, the people that I was working with, some of the more senior people at the firm and the trajectory that I was going on. And I got real with myself and I, I, I got real. And I said, you know what, Gly, you can stay in this industry, make tons of money, and you probably will never be happy or fulfilled. And, and that hit me like a, a ton of bricks. And from that point, I started taking a look at, I was like, okay, well, you know, what else can I do? Because up until that point, I had done everything that I was supposed to do. You know, I went to school, I studied hard, I got out of the inner cities, I went to a boarding school, I got to Harvard, blah, blah, blah. Like, I felt like I was on this manufacturing line that were, things were just being put onto me through the years. And I was just told what I was, like, what success was supposed to look like and what I, how I was supposed to feel. And I didn't feel like that at all. And so for the first time in my life, really, I took a step back and started to explore, like, what is it that I truly desire? What is it that I want? And, um, and that, you know, that had me start to like, you know, go on this journey of, 
you know, coffee chats and, you know, with coaches and because like somebody like uh, I saw this speaker come to Morgan Stanley and she was a coach and that kind of sparked that light bulb inside of me. But at the time I didn't think I, I still had like fear and imposter syndrome and I couldn't go and do that. But then like another friend of mine was uh, thinking about like traveling around the world. And, and then I started thinking about that. And, and just once you, once you open that door, once you like flip that switch, like, like I like to call it is, and you, you see that, Oh man, like, there's this whole other world that I could possibly thrive in. You can't unsee that. And so I ended up, you know, after I finished up my, my second year um, because it was like a two year program. And then I knew like inside my heart that I couldn't, I couldn't stay there. And, and mm. so I think it was just like the culmination of these different events and like serendipity that just really had me see like something had to change. And I knew that if I stayed, What's likely to happen is that, you know, you're going to you're going to get into a relationship with somebody and like get married and have kids and things. And, and you know, you, you get these promotions and then you get comfortable and get used to earning a certain amount of money. And all of that keeps you locked in into a path that might not necessarily be for you. And so, um, you know, I think it was just like a bunch of things that really had me see like you got to move now. And, and because if you don't move now you may stay stuck here for a long time, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was all of that, I would say. That's a super inspiring message. I'd love to dive a little bit deeper into the nuances of how you're going about finding your vision, what that really mm -hmm. is, because yeah. I know it's a very daunting thing. A lot of our audience uh, are younger people. So what did that process look like and how did it change over time? Yeah, great question. Um, the process initially look like just having conversations with people and i think you know for a lot of the people young people that are listening to this you you, you guys have a huge advantage you, being young people want to to mentor you people want to share their advice literally if you i guarantee you if you just reached out to like the ceos of the top 400 500 companies and you just say hey like i'm i'm 14 17 years old and i love um, whatever, like entrepreneurship and business. And I would love to just have 15 minutes with you to just hear about your story and your experiences and get your mentorship and advice. You're going to get some hits, you know, like, and, and most people won't take that action because of the, the fear, but like in taking those types of actions, and even if it's not the CEO, maybe it's just like somebody like a VP or some like whatever, somebody in the company or in business or, or industry that you're interested in, or doing something, anything related to what you're interested in. It doesn't have to be corporate. It could be like music and it could be like art or whatever. People want to give, you know, especially if you're, if you're coming from this genuine place. And so one of the biggest things um, that you can do early on is just have conversations with people. And so that's what it looked like for me initially. Um, as I went through my journey, it looked like it, it transformed from just having conversations with people to getting to, into action. And into creating, like finding, creating the space for me to, to explore. And, and I think a lot of people don't give themselves that space. And what I mean by that is, you know, I took a, a, a whole year to just go and travel around the world and experience things. And when you get to experience things and try things out and talk to people and, and do different things that you would never have done before, that's when you, got, you, get, you start to develop like a sense of uh, uh, a clarity around what makes you tick, what What's like a, mm, that's, that's, that's cool. Like, that's good. Like, I love that. And what's the like, oh, hell no, I'm, I'm never, I don't <laughs> want to do anything like that at all. 
And the more you become self-aware, the more you can start to gain clarity around how you can shape your life uh, in a way that where you light up and, and where you can really be world-class and feel amazing. And, and, and so it, it's, it, it gets away from, it, it really comes down to taking action and like giving yourself the space to, to try different things and fail at different things and learn from them and, and just, and just move like from there. And then, so that was like the second phase and that was like me backpacking and stuff. And then the third phase was being me being a, a lot more intentional about getting help from other people that have been like where I, where I want to be that are skillful and masterful at helping uh, individuals really gain that clarity for themselves. And so I went to, I did a bunch of personal growth and training workshops and seminars and, and reading books and, and, and getting like, I hired a, a coach eventually. Um, and all of that really helped me get an outside perspective and somebody that's literally dedicated to helping me discover that and like craft my vision in, in life and business. And so, um, you know, you know, that's, it was, it came from, it started like the phases like, okay, you have an initial idea and you start to, uh, have chats and conversations with people, uh, or, you know, just to like get a, like an, a general land or a view of the, the, the landscape and see like what it is that you like. And then the next phase is actually going out, giving yourself the space to try things, to fail, to, to win, and to see like what really resonates with you. And then the third phase, and if you, if you really want, is to get help from somebody who's trained in, in like helping people gain that clarity and, and really craft their vision for their lives and then just go take it, take off from there. And it's That's like awesome. a never ending process actually. You're yeah. gonna keep going through this cycles as you grow and as you change. But um, the more you can learn how to the, the hone that self-awareness, the the better like the better life can be for you. Yeah, I appreciate the cyclical nature note that that you talked about because I think a lot of us think that you can just read a book and be self-actualized no. and be in this enlightened <laughs> place, but it's something's always changing the way that we think. So I really mm -hmm. appreciate that note. Yeah. So a lot of people, at least at least now, from what I've seen, mm -hmm. look at this sort of course trajectory shift in a negative light. Mm. Um, a lot of people have this midlife quarter life crisis where they're like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? Mm. What allowed you to have a positive outlook on that um, mm. life switch up? Yeah, because you got to look at the, like if, if you don't take that, that course trajectory, what's likely? Like if you're, if you're already miserable at a job that you, that you don't like, like I, I think this, I was reading a Forbes article and it said, um, 70, over 70% of people are disengaged at work. 53% of people are unhappy with what they do. If that's, if you're, if you fall in that, like in the, in those statistics, what do you really have to lose? Like, because, and you, and especially with like the, the times that we're in coronavirus and, and, you know, just the recession that's starting to happen, you, there is no real security. Like you might be, you can fail doing work that you hate and work that's just like just just killing you and, and and literally like physically like damaging you with like stress anxiety like you're you're like hunched over on a computer all day like all of these things like are not if they're, if they're not adding to you if they're not empowering you why would you yes like you might have to potentially start over but another way to look at it is like oh wow like i discovered what doesn't work i mm. i you know i i saw something that's not like this is not for me. And so, to, so instead of continuing down that path and wasting more time, say, okay, this is the day. I'm changing it now. 
because your life can change like that. And and the truth is, once you once you really start doing the work and like start living the life that that's aligned with you, you're you're not you're not gonna you're not going to feel like you're working again, really. You know, like maybe there are some things that you're gonna do that's gonna like you know like you have to do like initially just to get things going, but in general, as long as you know where you're going, you're you're gonna be a lot more fulfilled and like and you're gonna feel like in control of your life. And so, the way I see it is, it's actually a really logical and practical thing to just be like, hey, like grateful that you're having that quarter life, midlife crisis, or maybe like late life crisis. Maybe you're 60 years old and you're still like trying to figure it out. Like, and there are a lot of people who are like that. And that's if you if you have the fortune of realizing that you have the responsibility to to make a decision to change your life Definitely. or continue doing what you're doing and being miserable but um you know either way it just it just makes it's kind of illogical not to to change if it, if if it's if it's not working for you Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, I want to kind of talk about for you what does it mean to have happiness and fulfillment as your mm. north star? Mm. What does that feel like on a, on a day to day or yeah. and what does that look like? How do you how do you go about actualizing that? That's a great that's a great question. Mm. You know, what that feels like and what that looks like is literally It's, it's, it's checking in with yourself on a regular basis um, and seeing one, get, holding that vision that you have, keeping it at the, at the forefront of your mind. If you lose sight of it and you get lost in reaction and just trying to do things, even when you're doing the work that you love, sometimes you, lose, you, you get disconnected with why you're doing it. And so really staying present to the why staying present to where you're trying to go. But like, it's not about the, the end goal per se. It's about the, the experience, the feelings, the, the emotions that you're going to have when you, when you reach that. And so one of the things that I teach in my coaching is, is this idea of be, do, have. Because most people, they do, do, do. Like they take a bunch of actions so that they can have you know, money, uh, women, um, vacation, whatever it is. And, and that'll help them feel fulfilled. And that'll help them feel happy and and, and adventurous and successful and all these different things. I say, no, you start with the end. So if that's, if what you ultimately want is to, to feel happy and fulfilled, you, you bring that to now, you get present to that right now. Like that's, that's what's driving you. So, so I, every day I have multiple check-ins, you know, like an alarm goes off maybe like five times a day, uh, like that are spread out throughout, throughout the day. And it has me take a mindful moment where I just, Remember why I'm doing it. Freedom, power, safety, love, fun. Mm. I feel all of those things. And then I celebrate it. I'm like, I'm doing that. I'm living that life right now. And, and then I also, I just added something. Well, I, I'll like future pace, which means basically to, 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 to think about like the things that might come up, the obstacles. Like, uh, like if, I, if I'm like overthinking and like I get really heavy about the work that I'm doing, Take a, I, I, then I'm going to take a moment to just stop, celebrate, and, and do this same process again. To, to, to stay in, that, in that, that frequency and stay in that, that vibration of like happiness, fulfillment, et cetera. And the more you do that, you're going to start, you're going to be that, and then you're going to take actions that are aligned with that. Because if you're feeling fulfilled and you're feeling happy, you can only take actions that are like aligned with somebody that's fulfilled and happy. And then the results, you're gonna have the types of results that that type of person has. If you're being someone who's uh, a value creator and that's like 
uh, that's wealthy, you're going to start taking actions that are aligned with that and have wealth. And so what it looks like for me is just like putting in systems and different things and polluting my environment with things that inspire me and that remind me of the why behind what everything that I'm doing, like but behind the, the actual material image of like, you know, the, the vision that I have, but what's the why, what's that feeling, what's the experience that I want to have and ha bring it into the present right now. I love that idea of reoccurring purpose because I think that a lot of people don't take the time out of their yeah, even year, if not week or even day to, to think about that why, that purpose, yeah. what, what they're doing, what, what's driving them. Yeah. Though, at least from my perspective, it seems like the younger generation um, is put into these constructs of you'll go to school and you'll be happy. You'll go to this profession, you'll be a doctor, and you'll be happy. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, do you think that we need these modern constructs to yeah. obtain happiness? No, that's the whole point of be, do, have. You, you can have that right. You can be happy right in this second. If you're listening to this podcast right now, take a second and just be happy. Look at all the amazing blessings that you have in your life. You can be happy right now. And when, you, when you're able to like create that in this moment, then you separate happiness from the material you know, things. It, it, and then, so that, because money, success, the school, like the, the degrees, all of that, that, that doesn't actually bring happiness. There are so many people, and I've been in these environments. I've been around millionaires. I've been around people who are like, have tons of degrees from Ivy League schools. You know, I, I'm a, I'm, I, was, I was cut from that cloth. I, I went, I was in that world. And I'm telling you right now, that doesn't bring happiness. Happiness starts, it's, it, you don't have to go anywhere for that. It's, it's inside of you already. And it starts with you really deciding, choosing to be happy. And so a lot of people think that it's these things that are going to bring the happiness. And that's, that's, I think that's, that whole paradigm is wrong. I mean, like, yes, like it can bring it momentarily, but it's not like happiness is intrinsically like only attached to those things. Like you can generate that right now. And, and it's like a moment by moment decision. And, um, and it's a practice, right? And because it's so easy to get swept up with whatever your circumstances are, whatever's going on around you. And, um, and, and especially hard when you have people in your life, your parents, um, your, your, your peers, uh, the, the media that are, that are telling you otherwise. And you have to develop this, this you gotta become tunnel vision and, and almost loot just, block out all of the outside noise and really be grounded in the fact that, oh yeah, like I, I'm happy. I can be happy without all this other stuff. So you seem to be a very inspired and passionate person. I'm wondering if you have any people that you've turned to in the past, maybe books, authors, mm -hmm. uh, coaches, mentors. Um, yeah. And what, what are some of the words that they gave to you to bring you to this place now? Yeah, I have a ton and you all have access to that too. Well, First of all, I'm going to say like, just like we live in a time where you can be mentored by people you don't even know. Yeah. Like one of my biggest mentors is Gary Vaynerchuk. Like this man, like I, I literally was listening to this morning, you know, before this podcast, because I, I see a lot of my, how I want to show up, you know, like with my brand and like, in, and just like in the world when I'm speaking, I, I, I channel a lot of him. And so like just listening to him and like how he rolls, I, I, it, it just kind of, seeps into me he talks about gratitude and self-awareness and all of these things every single time I, I listen to him and so if you're if you're polluting your environment with people and things that 
remind you of that and that inspire you and that make you feel happy and, and fulfilled, et cetera, you're, you can't help but be that as well. So, you know, all the podcasts that I listen to, like Gary, uh, Jay Shetty, um, uh, like Lewis Howes, et cetera, like all of these people, they're just like in my head all the time. And then in addition to that, you know, one of my really good friends who I connected with through Instagram when I was being interviewed by another friend, um, but like, and that's how the world happens, right? Like you go out there, you create value, and then you, you start to attract the types of people you want and you're, that, that are going to align with you. And he's, uh, his name is Daniel Mangena, and he's like this coach, mentor. He's like transformational coach, and he really helped me uncover a lot of stuff. You know, I went to his retreat in Cabo last year, and, um, and we had like a really intense session. Um, I actually put it up on Instagram and in my IGTV, but like he's been instrumental in how I approach life. You know, like he has this whole model around like um, just really being present in the now and like really um, getting clear, clear on like how you want to experience life and, and like calling that into the present moment. So he, Daniel Mangena is another person that I really look up to. Um, and then uh, other mentors, um, I mean, I, I had like, you know, like even like people from like high school, from like my boarding school who believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. You know, my, my coach, my basketball coach, Seth Berger, who's like, um, the, he completely turned around the West Town, uh, my boarding school, West Town School's uh, basketball program, where now they're like the top in the nation. And he believed in me even when I didn't believe in myself. Like he and like my other, tra uh, my teacher, uh, uh, Tracy, uh, and, and some other people, they, they, when I didn't want to apply to Harvard, they were like, hey, no, like, you're smart. You, what's the worst that can happen? Go do it. And, and they, they helped me through that process and, and the rest is history, right? And so I, I think once, I, I've just been fortunate to be surrounded by people that, that see things in me and, and like help me like cultivate that. But then I also have been blessed to know that, hey, I can go and find these mentors online, even if I don't have access to them yet. And, and start to develop that relationship. And I have no doubt that like Gary and I, we're gonna be like homies one day. Um, but like, you know, but like for now it's like, hey, I have access to him through like Instagram and like in his podcast and that's okay. And I think anybody that's listening to this right now also know, like, know that you have access to uh, these individuals online. So go and find the people you know, that, you, that you wanna be around. And if you can't find them, then you start, you create that community, you, you be that person. And you'll, and I guarantee you, you'll start to attract these the, the types of people that that inspire you, that that you can um, get that mentorship and guidance from as well. Definitely amazing. Yeah. So, what do you have to tell, or or what do you have to give in terms of advice to Gen Zers listening to this podcast, yeah. who want to reach a state of happiness and goal achievement that you've that you've currently reached? Yeah, is yeah. there like one main thing that they can do in their life that can bring them to a place where mm. they're they're in a happier state? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think everybody is kind of different, and like it, things, certain things work for some people, and others, uh, you know, other things work for other people. Um, for me, meditation has been instrumental in my development. Um, you know, like I, going back to what I was saying about like be do have, um, like really getting like getting present to to um, how I want to be in the present, like right now, it, all of that has been because of meditation. And initially I just did it because, you know, when I started traveling, actually, when I backpacked, um, somebody told me about it. I thought it was weird before, but I, I also thought maybe, 
let me try something new. But out of doing that consistently, like basically every day for like the past five years or six years, um, I've, I've become masterful at hearing the thoughts and, and seeing them and becoming aware of them and knowing that my thoughts aren't necessarily me, right? Like it's, I, I'm not controlled by my thoughts anymore. Because sometimes we get fucked up thoughts. Oh, excuse me. I don't know if I'm supposed to. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes, yeah, you know, like sometimes our thoughts are pretty fucked up. And, you know, I remember once like I'm having a conversation with some people and like we're talking about what might be possible and like how, how we're going to like, you know, like like what what they wanted to do and what I wanted to do. And then I, I heard this little voice say, no, you can't. Hmm. And it was the first time I had heard that. I was like, wait a minute, like, who, like, who said that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, and, 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 and then I, once I heard it that one time, I could all, start, all of a sudden start to hear when it comes up other times. You know, like maybe it's like reaching out to that influencer and trying to like collaborate or, or um, trying to get that, that new client and, and you're like charging more money, you know, for, for your services. And, and that little voice says, no, you can't. That's bullshit. You, you've tried it before, but you couldn't do it. And so meditation and like just being mindful has helped me one catch those things and be like, Oh wow. Like, that's cool. You know, like that, I know that wasn't me. Maybe somebody said that to me at one point in my life. And then I took that on and I choose not to believe that right now. I choose to be happy and powerful and confident in spite of whatever is going on. And so um, I would say um, doing some type of mindfulness practice, whether that be meditation or yoga or um, whatever, like really helps you get present and, and start to, separate yourself away from like the the things that that you can't necessarily control like your brain is always on is going to always be going and if you can like start to relate to yourself as how you say you want to be and how you like the intention that you set in the present moment then it, it, it those all of these things become like background noise that can't distract you from where you're actually trying to go and like your intention so Hundred percent, hundred percent. Gly, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We're gonna yeah. roll the red carpet out for you now. If anyone wants to contact you or see any of the work that you're doing, where can the people hit you up? Yeah, so you can, um, you know, if you'd like to just like follow my content, I, I post like basically inspirational, motivational, um, and just helping you just get create the life of your design on Instagram, um, as well as LinkedIn um, every day. And so uh, my handle is Gly Volner. Um, I, so my first name is actually Gly Volner. Um, but Gly is my nickname, but that's G-L-Y-V-O-L-N-E-R. And, um, and if you also want to just book a free, like, you know, 15 minute clarity call with me, feel free to go to glygabriel.com slash coaching. So that's glygabriel.com slash coaching. Fantastic. I really hope y'all hit him up. He's spread a ton of value today on our podcast. We really appreciate it. That's all from us from the DWD podcast until tomorrow. We will see you all then. Peace.